Oh, there I am. I couldn't see me. Oh, it's fucking around. I can't see myself. <laughs> Always what oh, you want to see on a... Bullshit. You're Mate, not the one you're supposed you think... to be looking at. Right, who do you think is the main one I look at on these things? Just stick your phone on reverse mirror camera or whatever and, and just look at yourself in that. This is bullshit. Uh, Stuart, what's this beer called? Creekbone. K-R-I-E-K-B-O-O-N. That sounds very much like a... Um, oh, no, I don't think I've got it. A euphemism got for, it. For, for a penis. What's I was going to say, I've encountered a creek bone in Las Vegas before. <laughs> 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 but didn't have to pay for it, which is weird. It was a dry creek bone. Oh. <laughs> I know the ones. Las Vegas and Slough, the two places in the world where you can pay sex workers in chips. Hey... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's a really good joke, Stuart. That is really, really good. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm very disappointed you wasted that on the pre-show banter. So, in fact, oh. what we're going to do is we're going <laughs> to start the show now and say, let's do a podcast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just so that, just so that gets into the cold opening. Speaking of cold openings, Michael, can you stop what you're doing? What, what do, you... do you mean? Doing your online shopping, Michael? Can you? <laughs> there's so there's such little evidence that supports <laughs> doing that. I'm I'm almost offended. Almost offended, not quite. I'm not. Offended. I let it by because it's only the first instance of it happening tonight. Wee, it's going to happen again. Wee, and I still Did can't see. Him yeah, hey, no, right I on. can't see you. Now I can't see a whole other person. <laughs> well, well, it's just his head and shoulders, so it's not. I, I can't I see the rest of him. Is that a shampoo commercial right there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, being a bit weird. I had to turn on like four lights. They realized this was on like a Hollywood production here. It's like the, it's midday for you, guy. Should be very bright there already. I know. I just rolled out of bed like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> I've got you. I've got you. Right. Okay. I've got you. Now I just need to figure out my. I keep flashing on and off the screen. Right. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sure. <laughs> Stuart, I have no idea what we're going to do with this because I've started the podcast and yet I haven't, I haven't actually started Wait, the show. I don't know if this is all going to get cut. Yeah, I said let's do a podcast. We started about five minutes ago. Oh, that's the real thing. Yeah, so I, I don't know what Stuart's going to do with this. This might have to go in post-show banter. No, it's staying. Just staying. This is the openness oh, of the podcast. It's the Christ, worst. This is the worst intro you've ever done, Nathan. Fucking hell, it's not even my fault. Oh, well, I mean... Um, I'm it's fitting considering it's 2020, job. a brand new year, but uh, not a brand new us. Because this is the new year, isn't it, everyone? Happy, this new, is... happy new year, guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems such a long time since we did the Christmas special, and a lot, a, a lot has happened since then. Um, Michael, what are what some of your biggest moments that have happened since uh, since Christmas? I, what do you mean? We're recording the Christmas special. <laughs> next week it's, it's, it's been like three weeks I don't I literally have no idea what. oh this right uh, uh, no. 
<laughs> I know all the stuff that I got was great, and I'd like to thank for, for the. Hola and welcome <laughs> to episode fifty-four of Frock Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. Tonight we are going to travel south of the border and discuss all things Mexicano. But first, just like the contents of a burrito, I wish I could wrap our first host up in a tortilla, cover him in cheese, and eat him all up. And if you think I'm being sexual, you're goddamn right I am. Hello, Stuart, how are you? These um, sexual intros are getting a little bit out of hand, Nathan. <laughs> Every week now, it is essentially how you would like to you would like to either welcome a part, some part of me into some part of you, or you would like to forcibly insert some part of you into some part of me. But every week, there's some form of insertion. Too much? Too much um, insertion? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's. It it's needs. I think. Strong. I think it needs. It just needs to be noted that there's a lot of in, a lot of insertion happening. Yeah. Have I, have I been cancelled? <laughs> Is it time no, up for Nate? Do I need to? Maybe I need to go to rehab or some sort of sex clinic. I think you might be a bit of a Charlie Sheen, either sex addiction or Tiger Blood, one or the other. I'd go as far as to say a David Duchovny. Oh, <laughs> full on. Is a sex clinic My... not just a fancy word for a brothel? Yep. <laughs> one. One, one they wear gloves, the other they don't. <laughs> That's what I was That's the main difference. I've... It depends if you ask them. As for our next host, es un conocido ladron de nabos y la leyenda dice que una vez Oh, Michael. Stay away from those dogs, my friend. You will only... Michael Jameson. You will only catch diseases. How are you, Michael? Are you pleased with your your intro? View basket. Uh... Would, you like to know what, would, would you like to know what I said? Uh, I know. I you you I you 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 misspeak. I know what you said. I speak. Well, what did I say? You said um, Michael Jameson. What can I say about him? He's a great guy, <laughs> a great host, very handsome, very handsome. Yeah. I'd like to forcibly insert things in him. Yadda yadda yadda. One time I did, and I got syphilis. I'm Nate. Uh, MJ's the best. Here's MJ, hero man. Oh, that's, that's weird because the translation I've got down is uh, he is a known turnip thief, and legend has it once got syphilis from a dog. Yes. Look, uh, right? Listen, I, that, I don't know. That I, I, turnip I... had it coming to him. <laughs> And finally, our guest tonight is an old amigo of mine who gave me my first adventure in the podcast world. In his days as a podcast host, he discussed topics as varied as music, movies, TV, games, and conspiracy theories. Now he is a published author who released his first book, The Process, in 2018. Please welcome to the show, Mr. David Maine. How dude. How are you, Mr. David? I'm good, sir. Thank you for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. Um, uh, it's it's an honour to invite you onto the show. Uh, you obviously gave me my uh, podcast debut all those years ago, and it's fair to say that without your uh, guidance and your opportunity, that uh, I very well may not have been here today. And who knows? That may have meant this show wasn't here, but I suspect probably the other two would have done it without me. But, um, yeah, I just... Uh, 
yeah, I love doing podcasts, and so I had to a thank you very much for giving me the opportunity back in the day on Adventure Amigos, and uh, also have you on the show because, like I say, you're 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 my sire if we want to wow. use vampire vampire terms. Wow, I was going to say, man, I'm getting a little stiff in the pants. This is uh, <laughs> just a lot of praise to be heaped on so early in the afternoon. But uh, well, thanks. It's, it's the afternoon for for you, but uh, evening for us. But uh, no, is I. It, I <laughs> yeah that's how time works don't you remember all the hassles we used to have trying to organise times of uh, getting me on this show that, that one time that uh, I got the time wrong and I was an hour late and you and Jeremy started without me and yeah three, we always three... started without you if you know what I'm saying <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> we never finished without you though oh that's good oh, I, I feel welcomed again um now that the uh, circle jerk is out of the way, uh, I mentioned in the intro there that you are a published author. Uh, tell us about your book, The Process, uh, and also where can people get a hold of it? Uh, so The Process is it's a science fiction book, and uh, it's it was just something that over you know I, I wrote over the course of about three years, and I, I really had no intention of actually writing a full on novel, and it just sort of happened. So. Um, yeah, just sci-fi uh, about a guy who discovers time travel quite inadvertently. He doesn't actually set out to do it. He just happens upon it, if you will. And that uh, uh, leads to some very interesting things. And uh, not only the way he does it, but what he encounters. And, um, you know, like I said, I never set out to write a book. It just was a short story that I wanted to write down, and it became a book. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it, it just, uh, I was able to self-publish it, so you can get it on Amazon, on Kindle and paperback, and uh, the second one is now written, so as wow. soon as that gets edited, that'll be out, and then I have two other books that are on the way as well. Wow. Amazing. I'm, I'm, I haven't yet finished it, um, I'm about halfway through, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far, and it's very weird to read, it's very weird, weird to read a book from somebody I know, and... But I can't. I'm reading it, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like David Maine. Like, not in a bad way, but like, obviously, you <laughs> and like I are all the dick and fart jokes. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like I, I've known you for, for for many years, and I sort of know what makes you laugh. I know your sort of your, your comedy styles and all that sorts of things. And reading it, and I'm like, my God, this is this is actually a really good book. And not to say that I don't expect that from you, but equally, just like shit, I could have easily picked this up without knowing the context of who wrote it or anything, and been like, thank you. Thank you. You know, this is this is a, a, a seasoned author, so um, yeah, very much enjoying it. Looking forward to to, to cracking on with the um, second half of it. Um, I think he's just where I'm got to. He's, he's literally just uh, in in the experimental stage. Oh, yeah. Um, without wanting to spoil too much, so um, um, so it sounds like it was middlingly successful at the very least, right? If you're doing more. Uh, yeah, it sold a few hundred copies, which I don't wow. know if that's good or bad. I mean, I didn't make a lot of money. If it's any consolation, it was, and 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 you know, it was some, one of those things where I, it, you know, making. I think I'll be completely honest. I, I think all in all, I made about a hundred and fifty bucks, which to me was like, oh wow, that's that's a pretty good stash of beer money. But yeah. um, you know, uh, it it wasn't really about that. It was just I was more surprised that people were actually picking it up and telling their friends about it and. You know, I mean, I think it, for whatever people want to say about social media and Facebook in general, it was like without Facebook, it wouldn't have reached nearly as many people because everybody wow. seemed to share it and it was it just kind of caught on. But uh, yeah, so the, so we're in talks right now with uh, James Cameron for movie rights. So I'll let you guys know. <laughs> when that, 
kicks off and we could say we talked about it here first. <laughs> well, there we go. If you could put in a good word for James, it'd be nice to have him on as a, as a I guest. I call him Jimmy. I mean, you can call him Jimmy. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be so presumptuous. I'll call him Mr. Cameron. Okay. Or Cam. Okay, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did have one question, though. Um, will you be releasing the book in English or is it only available in American? Uh, I was going to do, do a British translation. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm working with some really close friends. I was actually going to bring you on as a consultant. Oh, just right, so okay. it's not too wonky in the end. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. And, uh, yeah, it, it should be it should be easily readable on your side of the pond when it's finished. <laughs> how um, how long before you get Adam Bunch on as the, uh, to, to do the, uh, the audio book? Oh, he's doing it right now. He's, he's actually out back. Uh, doing some recording as we speak. I don't even let him leave. I take him. I take him two square meals a day, and uh, you know. So yeah, he's hard at work on it right now. <laughs> and his his price has gone up since last time I had him chained up. Anyway, yeah, um, I'm like a crack kingpin too. I don't let anybody wear clothes here. Like everybody has to work for me naked, so I know that they're not leaving with stuff. So <laughs> I, 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 I crack like, hard. How thorough are you though? Oh, it's cavity searches inside and out. I mean, okay. in the door, out the door. It, it, you know, I don't take chances. You can't <laughs> take man. chances. Yeah. Um, so you've you got just, a second one. Oh, go on, go on, Jeff. I just say I think that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a completist, is is Michael? Um, yeah, you said you said that you've got a second lined up. So is that a sequel to the process or? Yes, it's uh, it's called processes, and uh, it it pretty much. Picks up about it picks up about a year after the end of the first book, so some time has passed, and uh, when you get there, you'll you'll figure it out. But yeah, it it yeah. picks up pretty much right after that. It's amazing because, like I say, I mean, I've known that you've been toying with writing for uh, for a while, <laughs> a long time. <laughs> I toyed with writing even when I was writing reviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was it? What was the book you were writing last time around? I don't know if that's that, that's going to still um, see the light of day. There was like a post-apocalyptic one that was... Uh, that uh, actually morphed into a completely different one, which is one of the second ones I'm writing now. So, nice. Uh, yeah, that was that was, that was years ago, too. I mean, that was, you know... But, yeah, it, it, a, lot of, a lot of times, like this, the process started as... Uh, it was actually about a guy who built a spaceship in his garage and, and okay. flew up and uh, went into space. And uh, I <laughs> say what you want, it morphed somehow into a story about a guy who uh, discovers time travel. So totally, you know, as years go by and you're, you know, the way you think about things changes and, you know, it yeah. sometimes books can take on whole new, whole new lives. Yeah. Well, if, it, well, if it's going where I think it's going, then I, I think it's a, a, a very good choice. And uh, yeah, no, like I say, I, Dave, I, I wholeheartedly am, enjoying it like I, I was you know like i say you, you support friends when they do things and and it's it's been it's been good to know that not only am i doing a good good service by supporting one of my friends but actually i'm genuinely enjoying it so thank you very thank much you, and uh and i'll let you know once i'm finished thank you um what we do on this show i don't know if you've listened to any of our episodes in the past but when we get guests on <clears throat> we like to ask them uh, three random questions um, so what I'm going to ask of you, Mr. Main, is could you please give me three numbers between one and ten? You can give me one at a time or all three in one go. Okay, I'll go seven, okay. two, and nine. Seven, two, nine. Okie dokie. Seven, do you have a sweet or a savoury tooth? 
Uh, savory. Definitely savory. Definitely savory. Yeah. Not a fan of sweet at all, or? I'll, I mean, if it's in front of me, you know, a piece of chocolate or a candy, I'll, I'll eat it. But I, I rarely, if ever, go and buy my own. Like, I'll never buy candy bars. I don't buy. I don't, I don't eat. The only, the, the farthest I'll go is maybe like Lucky Charm cereal. Right. But, on, on the yeah. on the savory on the savory front, what's your uh, what's your go to? What's your what's your vice? Barbecue, anything barbecue, anything uh, meat, <laughs> meat centric. So uh, yeah, I like I I like that rich kind of savory, thick you know barbecue sauce, meat, brisket, pork, chicken, that kind of thing. Good choice. Yeah, I think you're on good in good company with everyone else tonight. <laughs> um, uh, question number two: Do you have any weird food quirks? I don't like mayonnaise. It's probably mayonnaise is the great Satan to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, if I was if I if I was taken prisoner in a in a crazy war against you know humans and cyborgs and they strapped me down to a table and forced me to eat mayonnaise, I would give up all of the national secrets of my country <laughs> because I just couldn't be I couldn't handle it. It's it's worth actually on that point. You are the inspiration of for the uh, the mayonnaise marmite uh, video that I recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because you you became mildly uh, weren't you obsessed with marmite at one point and understanding what it was or <laughs> yeah we went down the marmite vegemite rabbit hole uh, yeah. at some point i remember and uh, yeah I, I i tried marmite um and you know to be completely honest i didn't think it was as bad as people said it was uh you know it was definitely something i wouldn't probably eat again or I, I, you know but if if someone was like here's a piece of bread with some marmite on it you know and i didn't want to be rude i would eat it but yeah. you know, at the same time, I don't think I'd be going through the grocery store being like, "All right, kids, get get some flour, get some 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 fabric softener, and don't forget the marmite." <laughs> like it's not going to happen. So, better or worse than um, mayonnaise? Oh, it's better. It is, as, as far as I was concerned. No hope for you. All right, number nine. Uh, would you rather eat in a restaurant on your own or on a table of annoying strangers? In a restaurant on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Or would you be the annoying stranger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk a lot when I eat, which actually makes me the first one at the table that's done. And everybody yeah. thinks that I ate really fast. And I'm like, no, I didn't eat really fast. I just wasn't sitting here bullshitting while you guys, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, come back, come back. And I'm just, you know, I'm actually eating my food, which someone's told me once that's what you're supposed to do when you have a plate yeah. of food in front of you. It's, that's a good point, actually, because I'm usually the first one to uh, to finish around me. What about you, Stuart and yeah, Michael? You, uh, very much so. Um, just get down well, to business. Yeah. Yeah, I know. When the food arrives, I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah, I managed to talk as well, though. I think I am an inc- I am an insanely fast eater. Oh, you just rude. You, you, you eat and talk at the yeah, same time. Is it yeah. sort of like... Spraying it around everyone. Sharing <laughs> is caring, all that business, yeah. Um, don't... Sorry, Michael. You... No. no, you just don't need to. That's a bit rude. Can't, don't really say that. That's a bit rude. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much, David. Yeah. Um, right. Let's move on to our next section. Our first section. I don't know what is our first. Would, it, would you call this our first section, Stuart, or is this breaking news? Dun, dun, dun. Sorry. 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 
there's been some breaking news. We take you across live to Michael Jameson as he talks about his Ocado shop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Michael. Yeah, the Ocado shop is now completed. Um, I am devastated to mention, though, that uh, for the third Ocado shop in a row, uh, admittedly, I don't shop at Ocado too often, so that is like this year's worth. Um, but for the third shop in a row, the Mano Master char-grilled pineapple and arbol or arbol arbol chili arbol uh chili uh crisps are uh seemingly available in stock then when you buy them you go out to check out and then they're suddenly out of stock uh this is the third time it's happened i'm absolutely <coughs> devastated back to you in the studio quivia Right, uh, David, again, without knowing your familiarity, we're going to play a little game, a little quiz, a quiz about trivia, trivia featuring quiz. Uh, tonight's tonight's quivia is <clears throat> lovingly t- entitled, Mexi, can you work out these dishes from the anagram? I couldn't work out a snappier title. Um, that's, the, that's the full title of it. So, okay. I've got... One, two, three, four, five. Five uh, Mexican dishes, which I have uh, anagrammed. I'm going to give you all a letter at a time, and uh, depending on how many letters are left in the anagram uh, before you guess what the dish is, uh, will determine how many points that you get. We're not just just calling it uh, Mexicanagrams. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Yes. Right, I'm off, lads. Uh, it's been great knowing you. Uh, this is my, animation. This is me out of the uh, show. Stuart, if you could carry on. Thank you very much. Bye. Um, actually, I'd like to throw my suggestion in. Enchilanagrams. Enchila- <laughs> <laughs> Taco about some bad jokes. Oh... <laughs> I'm literally dead. I cannot. I hate this. I, I, I have no enthusiasm for this now, Stuart. Could you have not done this to me after the sh- show? <laughs> Sorry. That's a wrap. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Triple entendre. <laughs> right. So, as we've done before, I'm going to go to one of you at a time. I'm going to give you a letter, and you have to guess. If you don't, you don't have to guess, but if you do guess, you're out of the rest of the word. So you're gonna, are you going to tell us how many letters there are, or...? Oh, you that, big bastard. That Am I going to need a pen for this? Yeah, oh, yeah I'd imagine guess. so. Good grief fried beans. Fuck it all. Well, that's ruined number four. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I'll start with you, Stuart, since you've got your shit in, in order. Correct. Uh, word, word number one. The first letter you're getting is R. Would you like to make any guesses on that one? You can pass, or you can guess. Right, are, are these dishes? The letter R. Are these? These are, these are dishes. Uh, these are these are Mexican foods. 
<laughs> These are foods associated with Mexico. If I got, if I guess now, am I out for this word? You're out for the whole word. No, yes. uh, pass it on. Okie dokie. Uh, David, the next letter is O. So you've got R and O. You oh, don't fuming. have to guess. Fuming. fuming. Absolutely fuming. Should have guessed it, Stuart. Yeah. So R and O and I have to guess what dish it is? Yeah. <laughs> if you get but if you guess and get it wrong, you're out for the rest of this word. Oh, if you okay. if you want you if you want though, you can pass, but it means that someone else has got the chance to And R and O can be in any somewhere in yep. there. Yeah. That's it. It could okay. be anywhere. Oh man. Uh oof. Oh, boy. Pass. Pass. Michael, your uh, can next I, letter. Can I, elect, can I elect to not have a letter? <laughs> you can elect to guess the next letter. Uh, do I get any bonus points or penalisation for that? Nope. Is the next letter T? It's not. Go on then. Do you want to guess? Yeah, guess then? Yeah, burrito. Okay, well done. Thank you, you. you get you get penalised for the fact that it's the next letter, but that's that's all you get. Um, so that's five points to Michael Jameson. Hey, J five. Okay, next word. So next on the list would have been Stuart. So we're back to Stuart. N, N for Nathan. Nathan. Yes. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Oh, I thought Nathan was your guest. <laughs> I, I, have been, I have been eaten in Mexico. Um, David, <laughs> your next letter is A. N-A. N-A. Nah. Oh, man. <laughs> Carnitas. Ooh. Afraid not. That's you out for the rest of the word. Uh, MJ. So, so the next letter is C. N-A-C. N-A-C. Wait, this, this isn't in, this, these aren't in order though, are they? You're right. No, that's how anagrams usually work. That's how, me- <laughs> that's how Mexicanagrams work. <laughs> Trademark Stuart Willock. No problem. So, does, so <laughs> and just, just, just to clarify, <laughs> this one, like the others, this, oh, good. No problem. <laughs> We done? No. No. That was really good. Game, that was really Stuart good. Is. So MJ NAC. Um, so they're not in order because obviously that could spell something. It could, but but equally with anagrams, it could be just two letters are changed. So it could be in order. These three letters could be in order. But there could be letters in between these, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a guess. Okay, I'm not going to go for the obvious nachos. Uh, I'm going to go for enchiladas. Ooh, nope, you're out. Oh, boom, boom. So, do I get more letter? Do I get more points? The more letters that are left, because obviously this is a really long word. One, Uh, two. C-H-I-M-I-C-H-A-N-G-A-S. It's got 12 letters. Oh, hang on. Oh, Callahanness. Well, if, if you if, if you, it's, you have the S at the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, so, if I were to get it on the next letter, because obviously I'll get an extra letter, because that's the rules of the game, will I be yeah. then getting, like, seven points, or...? You would be 
uh, well, let's 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 give you the letter. Okay, give me the letter. You can guess, and then and then you can find it. It's probably an eye because you get it right because there's bare eyes in it, aren't there? So the the next letter is actually G. Is actually G. Okay, all right, yeah. All the other letters are eyes. (laughs) (laughs) In the words of um, in the words of Wade Wilson, it's it's Chimichanga, isn't it? It is Chimichanga. That's uh, that's eight points for Stuart. Oh, bitches! No one saw that coming. Oh, (laughs) very. Um, There he he goes, wading. Next one, wading through. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, Your first letter, David, is T. Ooh. Pass. Okay, MJ. O. T. O. T. O. Michael, it's it's toast. It's toast. Michael, it's toast. (laughs) Actually, it could be a few. Yeah. I'm going to gamble tostadas. You are wrong, Stuart. T. O. I can't say you didn't drive me a fair bargain. T. O. E. T. O. E. Oh, Tom. Um, yeah. T. O. E. Oh. But you're out. I like so a good Mexican matter. toe from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> T. O. E. See, I, with jam. I'm thinking that these have all got to be kind of, or more likely to be, very mainstream toe. I mean, very. Uh, oh, what are you doing? Toast. T. Trant. Trant. R N T S two. R T. I am guessing that these have all got to really be very mainstream Mexican dishes, the kind you would find in a chain British Mexican restaurant, because Br- Mexican food, as we will discover throughout this podcast, is very different in Britain as it is in America, um, which means that it's essentially got to be. Don't know. Um, <laughs> what did Michael say? <laughs> are, you, are you passing? Or? No, I'm asking what Michael said. Oh, tostadas. Uh, I, I said, uh, yeah. Tostadas. Hmm. What are them um, things called? Mole? No. Them things. Mole is just sauce, isn't it? Um, so, no, that, so that's an A. Ta, um, pass. <laughs> okay. David, your your next letter is E, so T O E E. To me, whoa, two E's. Oh man, me next, I imagine. Uh, I should probably be writing stuff down right now, but I'm too lazy. Uh, <laughs> man, says, cool, says the author. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> words. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, novel idea. I had one that I was going to say until you added the extra E. Uh, um. Pass. Back to Stuart, and just so Stuart knows, this is the last letter, Stuart. Right. So now L. It is. Wait, (laughs) it's an L. L. Name the letters again. T O E E L. (laughs) Oh, easy. (laughs) Oh, how stupid of me. T-O-E-E-L. It's so easy for me now. You know what it is, David? 
Don't, don't say it if you do, but... Yeah. No? I'll say it, mate. I've written it down just to confirm that I know it as well. El-Tob. Elliot. Elliot from E.T. Elliot. Oh. Oh. O-E-E-L-T. Elot. No. No. I don't... You can't just... You can't just say every variation. I can. I, I, can. Right. I can. I love lamp. Um, uh, please allow yeah. me, Nate. Yeah, go for it. Talio. Incorrect. <laughs> and David, did you say you didn't know? Hold on. T O T O E E L. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. What the hell? I have no idea. Leteo. Elotes. Oh fuck off! You can't. No, you yeah. can't just make foods up. What is it? <laughs> it's Mexican corn. Oh. Uh, Mexican corn is still just called corn, mate. Don't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nobody got that one. Uh, well, I uh, Next one. David. A. A. Pass. David A. Michael S. S. Pass. A. No, it's not pass. Uh, Stuart. Sorry, what were the first? What were the first? What were the first two letters again? A S T. A S and now you've got T. A S L. A S T. Forty slow. No. Twelve female. Oh, sorry, false. <laughs> Tostadas. Oh. Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. Uh, bitch, bitch, bitch. David <laughs> E. A S T E. Oh. Can you see me? <laughs> so. <laughs> Pass. Michael L. A S T E L. A S T E L. A K A. Pastel. Um. No, nope, that's A-S- incorrect. Well, I <laughs> A-S-T-E-L. I've written a small list of um, Mexican foods I could remember, and I have to be honest, it's not really on. It doesn't really compute. Um, and, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to pass, but I'm going to say I sort of half think it's um, carne castel, which is like a Mexican grilled meat dish, but I'm not going to say that because I made it up. <laughs> okay, Stuart M. He's, I'm out. Uh, Stuart already Stuart guessed. Stuart is out. David M. <laughs> Two M's, right? Yeah. Well, so what are we at? A S. Sorry, A S T E L M. What's Castel M? That like French for a mansion or something. Missile. Ah, wait, wait. I pass. I'm horrible at this. And MJ, this is the last letter for you. A. So that's A S T E L M A. A S T L E M A. Yeah. Fucking hell, boy. You've gone for the obscure ones, haven't you? Mm. Elots are now Astrema. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is an Elot? It's the Mexican corn. Oh, okay. I might have something here. Cheese and shit on it. T. 
E S test testosterone 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 okay now mate you've smashed this one um okay i'm gonna say it's the popular dish uh t-e-s-l-e-a-m uh, incorrect, and uh, in fact, it was tamales. Holy shit! Oh fuck off! I, you absolute prick! It's literally written down at the top of my list. You wanker! <laughs> you spell it wrong. Is you this spell it wrong? T a no, because T a m a l e s. Yeah, it's that's you did. You didn't say s, you prick. You did. It was the second letter. What the fuck? You've been saying Astor all fucking... <laughs> oh, you are fucking kidding me. I've literally got it written down, and I'm like, it doesn't much any on my list. Look, I'm not. I'm serious. I've got it written down right there. Yeah, I know. You've pointed <laughs> out already. So what, I'm, what, Come what on, Michael said was about five minutes ago, tell us that he's written down all these words. It's literally <laughs> the first word on his list. He's now blaming me for spelling it wrong, even though I spelt it correctly. No, no, no. I'm trying to bargain with you. Give, give me half a point for ignorance. I'll give you ignorance. Uh, right, last, last, last word. Last word. No, I'm uh, really disappointed with myself. Yeah, we're all disappointed with you, Stuart E. Uh, pass. David U. Not U, but the letter U. Ah. E U. Oh God, E U. Pass. M J A E U A. Case of you. E-U-A. No, it's not Quesadilla. It's not Quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart O. E-U-A-O. Guacamole. It is indeed. Guacamole hey. for six points. Well done. Guacamole's got more letters than that. Correct, but, but not left. But yeah, well done, Stuart. That's six points for you, plus your eight, your 14 points. Nothing for Dave, I'm afraid. MJ on five. Well done to the brain of Quivia. Well done, Stuart. Well done. Thank you. Hello, it's MJ. You're listening to Frock Unwrapped. Please leave us a review on iTunes and check out our other exploits, which does include our Instagram page at Frockgram and our Twitter page at Food Review UK. And hey, we've got lots of awesome videos on YouTube. Thanks a lot for your support. Does anyone want a bonus tiebreaker question? Always. Yes. How many Taco Bell restaurants are there in existence during 2018 worldwide? Too many. Uh, I, c- I can actually give you a very extensive answer. 30,000. No, no. Don't be stupid. Um, right. So, Nate, I'm happy to tell you oh, that there's... Uh, there's 65,000. Um... Really? Oh. Ooh, no, 65k. I will go for my 30k then. I'll if pull if... that out of my ass. No, let's go for 37k. 37k? Yeah, in a row. Oh, uh, MJ? I mean, hey, it I'm... really doesn't matter. There's no points on offer. Well, it's just, Nate, just I'm ha- Nate, I'm happy to tell you there's 12,030 branches in USA. Uh, there's some. There's something like, uh, like 2,000 in Korea. Um, and then everywhere else in the world, there's not that many, so we'll say sort of 1,000. So I'd say there's 12... maybe two in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
15,031. Is that legit that there's bare Taco Bells in Korea? Or are you just pulling out nonsense, Michael? True fact. Probably nonsense. Um, I, I mean, think in Korea it's ta- Cat Bell. <laughs> cat Bell. <laughs> That's um, terrible. You've uh, massively all overshot. There's only 7,072 worldwide. Sorry. Um, sorry. We've all massively overshot. I was... I was like four thousand over instead of thirty thousand over, Nate. Can we not eight thousand over? You said fifteen thousand. That's and I a said lot seven. of goddamn diarrhea. <laughs> oh, you stole you stole all my jokes. Seven thousand seventy-two. <laughs> the number of poops you'll do after eating their food. <laughs> MJ, do you want to correct me on my maths there? Do you, do you want to stick with your four thousand difference? Or? I I'm I'm still calculating it, but you are probably closer. Yeah, How many liters of poo is that? Oh. <laughs> don't use liters. <laughs> don't try and, don't try and <laughs> metric us, David May. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a liter. I knew, I knew a low liter. How many hectares is that? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on to the subject. Um, as obviously from Quivio and the introduction and everything, tonight's show is all about Mexican food. Um, this was David Main's suggestion, as I believe it is one of his favourites. Um, David, tell me, yeah. Mexican food. What are your what are your favourite dishes? What what do you love about Mexican food? <clears throat> uh, what I love about Mexican food is just the 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 plethora of flavours that you uh, that that are there. I mean, I you know, uh, having gone to culinary school and travelled quite a bit, as I'm sure you guys have as well, like. It's just to me, it's one of the cuisines, and there are many th- over, you know, throughout the world, but South American, Mexican in particular, there's just so many flavors and so many varieties of things that you can put in the food that makes it wholly unique, at least in this hemisphere, where, you know, every dish tastes uniquely different. I mean, I'm not talking about going to, you know, your run of the mill taqueria down the street where everything sort of blends together and it tastes the same. You know, you could have anything and you'd be like, I, or, you know, you order one thing off the menu and be like, okay, I've tasted pretty much everything on the menu. If you go to a real, you know, Mexican restaurant, uh, either here or south of the border or whatever, uh, everything is just very signature. Everything has its own flavor and, and, and unique identifier about it. And uh, it all kind of stems from just the use of, of different chilies, which are there's hundreds of varieties of chilies, uh, spice configurations, different ways to cook meat, braise meat. Uh, you know, a lot of people just think it's rice, beans, and uh, tortillas, and it's just so much more than that. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think for me it's just the ability to pull off just a huge amount of different – or just a lot of variety uh, from, you know, 15, 20 ingredients. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. So as a chef, I find it it's very challenging, um, and it's it's one of those things that you, you just keep learning about. Um, over time, and you go to different regions and you just discover a new way to make something that you never thought of before. So I think it, it's just a combination of those things that does it for me. Um, as far as favorite dishes, uh, I always can sort of gauge a place by how they make their carnitas, which is, uh, you know, uh, fried pork. And it's a very signature dish. And uh, it's one of those things where I, I, you know, if I go somewhere and I order it, I can sort of, within a, within a, Plus or minus, I can tell you if it's going to be a good place or not based on how they do this one thing because it's it has to be done right and it has to be done correctly. It's a very time-consuming process to make them correctly. So I think if they can get those right, then they probably got the whole menu right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite uh, dish by far. So what else is, 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 is in that? 
pork belly? No, well, it, it's basically just any part of the, and I mean any part of the pig, uh, where you know you you, you basically uh, you, you cook it, you shred it, you cook it in fat, you cook it in more pig fat, you boil it in pig fat, you know, pretty much for a few hours, uh, and then you take it out and then you refry it in a pan so it gets crispy. Uh, so you know it takes quite a while, but it's one wow. of those things that has to be done just right for it to have How the flavor that it needs. C a r n i t a s, I think carnitas. Yeah. If you want to roll the r, it's carnitas. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, pig, pig, pig cooked in pig sounds mm, exactly. Delightful. I mean, mm. pigs cooked in its own juices. Yeah, I yeah, thought sounds... all animals should be cooked in themselves. Um, they make other pigs watch while it's cooking in their. Own juices. <laughs> <laughs> the whole process behind it. Before I got the idea Stuart, for the process. <laughs> Stuart, you're you're. I know we all enjoy a bit of Mexican food, but I I, I consider you to be our Mexican expert, our <laughs> our expert, if you will. No. Um, mm, no. You you you've. Sorry, sorry, MJ. I just uh, I aim for slightly higher quality banter than that. <laughs> Good. Um, why? Why is it that you love uh, Mexican? I just think it's the. It, I love pork, which has a a, a big impact on it. Um, like David mentioned, there an awful lot of proper Mexican food. It's. It, I imagine being a vegetarian in Mexico is very difficult because even even like staples like some some black beans or whatever are. Gonna have a big chunk of pork fat in, you know, <laughs> thrown in when yeah. when they're cooked. Um, I think less so in the Mexican food that we get over here because everything gets filtered through a a, a British um, palate before we get it. Um, but it's the it's just the like David said that it's you know when we talk about Thai food we talk about a balance of of, of sweet, salty, bitter, sour, spicy. All those different flavors. I think you get the same thing uh, with, with good Mexican food. You get that real balance, and and also often a real unctuous richness that that comes from the the, the meats. And it can be it can be dirty, it can be fresh, and both both types fantastic. Um, I do th- I do think we we like David said then you know you. You just go down to your, your run of the mill local taqueria. God, how good would life be if we just had like a run of the mill local taqueria that I could run down to? You know, um, when 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 I last time I went to America, we I, I was in Southern California, and everywhere you go, there's a taqueria, there's a Mexican place, and it, just the ability to get Mexican food everywhere would be incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you guys down there, but there there are more Mexican places now in Manchester. But for a while, there was basically nothing. There was Barbarito, which is an appalling travesty to fast food. <laughs> um, and there was there used to be a restaurant in Manchester called El Macho, which was great, but but closed down. And that was the closest thing we had to a Mexican restaurant, rather than just a you know a burrito bar or a taqueria. And now there's Oaxaca, but. I think that since since its expansion, it's not it's maybe not as good as it was when it first started, um, and we've got a couple of other kind of casual dining Mexican eateries. Really good taqueria in Manchester now, um, 
but it's not it's not the same i think that a conversation about mexican food with someone who has good quality a variety of good quality mexican food on their doorstep i.e an american um <laughs> is is going to show the complete gulf between the quality of mexican food we get in the uk and the quality of mexican food you get over there and do you know what the difference is there's a lot more mexicans in america the the the, <laughs> no. the, 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 taca, the taqueria in manchester that's really really good uh, is staffed by mexicans it's, it's, yeah. it's Mexican chefs. It's Mexican staff. I don't believe it's Mexican owned. I think it's I think it's British owned, exploiting Mexicans, which in many ways, <laughs> many ways, is really way. the American way, isn't it? Yeah, that's so excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, it's just that it, it's it's just so it's unctuous, isn't it? Mexican food, like you think about a good like um, a, 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 some carnitas tacos or I like al pastor as well. Um, with with the pineapple, because I'm a, a big fan of a bit of pineapple, or even I love I love the the fish tacos, like going for like a, a camarones or something. Um, yeah, there's no such thing as a bad taco for me. <laughs> MJ, you're a fan of Mexican, correct? No, I, oh, I just feel hideously, hideously ugly. Qualified? Oh, I I I wasn't going to say ugly. <laughs> Uh, underqualified uh, uh, yeah my uh, my Mexican food experience I've had at home meal kits I've made a few Mexican recipes myself particularly enjoy making chili con carne and I've been to a couple of branches of chimichanga uh, the, the opportunity just isn't there for me mm. no but you enjoy it but you do enjoy what you've had right love it absolutely yeah. love it would love to try more but I I, I just there's absolutely nothing around here. I, I I agree, and sort of coming, sort of merging your point with 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 Stuart's is is it's it's not so much. Uh, well, I imagine that there is a a, a a gulf in the in the quality, but in terms of just the availability, I mean, in I, I can you know we've obviously got as MJ said there, you have got chimichangas, um, uh, los aguanas, well, ch- chiquito, chiquito. Oh, oh god, ch- chiquito. yeah, mate, that's that's what I've had. Don't it's, like, I, I know it's not a good example. Oh, but. mate, chiquitos. So I, I'm sure you have the same. I don't know what the 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 equivalent would be in America, but essentially there is a whole bunch of chain restaurants that only really exist on kind of leisure parks. So, for example, near me, there's a leisure park that's got a bowling alley, a cinema, and on the same area there is a KFC, a chiquitos, a Frankie and Belly, <laughs> Benny's, a Bella Pasta, an all you can eat Chinese. Uh, a Chiquito. A, essentially, it's a Tex-Mex style family chain restaurant, and it's just absolute gash. Chiquito. It's, and they play the yeah. pipe. The, got... the pipe cod Mexican music out like outside it. So when oh, you walk yeah. past it on the way to the cinema, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if, if Mexican 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 food and dining out in this country is stranglehold by the chains, yeah. Like there's the in terms of the independent restaurants, there's just. I mean, I'm sure if I went into London, I'd be able yeah. to find a few. Yeah. But but in terms of anywhere on the outskirts, it's just it's just almost non-existent. Um, and so yeah, I'm I'm very much with MJ on this that I love what I've had of of, of Mexican food. But realistically, outside of the big hitters of you know your burritos and and things like that, it's it's my knowledge is is, is quite poor, and it's a shame because what I've had is I fucking love it, and 
Hmm. What I love about it is all the points you've made, but also it's basically a it's a food that I can feel killing me with each mouthful. Like it's yeah. just like I'll tell you, in, I'll tell you in terms of that, quantity. Yeah, the best Mexican food I've had outside of a few like home cooked meals, Taco Bell. Absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm love out, yeah, I'll get mocked for it. But that's 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 true. That's real talk, boys. You've been to all fifteen thousand restaurants. Um, never, never been to one, so I, I can't. I can't comment. I remember. I remember joking about it being Mexican with uh, David on a podcast once, and and being torn apart about uh, it not being, not being Mexican food really. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's definitely a meal that after you finished, you know you've had a good night. Like you just feel full. You can feel it sitting at the at the bottom of your stomach, just just weighing you down in a very good way, a very satisfying way. It's heavy, it's satisfying and it tastes fucking amazing. I, I, do you know I disagree though with the heaviness thing. I think I find that often Mexican food can be very light and delicious. Like this this place in Manchester, El Tacero, does a bottomless brunch on a Sunday. Not every Sunday, but some Sundays, and it's either twenty five or thirty five quid. And you're in there for three hours, and you can. Can eat... I just quali- can I just qualify? Do you, uh, does it mean you can eat as much as you can, or do you have to go in without your bottoms on? Do you have to... <laughs> both. Do you have to go in both? Oh, okay. If you go in bottomless, you get to experience bottomless. Um, okay. Eat as much as yeah. you can. All you all you can eat all you can eat tacos. Um, and they have some kind of like um, huevos rancheros, some breakfast options on and stuff as well. And it's like eleven till two or something on a Sunday, twenty five or thirty five quid, which is I don't know in dollars what about four or five dollars. And then and and it's and it's all you can drink margs, all you can drink beer, draft beer. Like I mean, I, I for for that amount of money, I reckon I could, I reckon I could drink twenty five, thirty five quids with the margs in an, in an hour. That's without margs. eating anything. Not, can you yeah. not call it Margs anymore, please? No, I, I'm, very, I'm very much a basic Margs man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love a Marg with my Mexican food. See, it, to, to me, but to me, it's heavy because you've got a, a lot of the dishes. Anyway, certainly the ones I have, you've got a lot of fried food. You've got bread. You've got cheese. There's a lot of components of that Mexican food that just sits sits heavy on me. And I'm not complaining about it by any means whatsoever. It's it's it's, it's a good feeling. I walk out of there and I know that I've had some good eating. Um, so yeah, that's 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 mine. In terms of my favourite dish in particular, I don't know if I've got one. Yeah, MJ, you can go for a drink, mate. Yeah, thank you, mate. So, thanks for asking. We'll go for two well. Be back before one o'clock. <laughs> um, yeah, t- tacos, tacos. I enjoy, but I just don't know tacos. five tacos. Taco, Lake Tahoe or Lake Tahoe? <laughs> I, I, I call them tacos. 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 Okay. Yeah, I like them, but I've never really found one that's like grabbed me enough that I'm like oh this is this is the shit I need like, this is I love something big and maybe, maybe this is where I'm saying about it sitting heavy like a burrito or something like that where it's just just a big old lump of goodness that I can just cut into and, and devour and it's just you know me Stuart you know how I like to pick apart my food yeah 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 but burrito takes that away for me it's it's almost like I'm fighting myself it, you know I, I can't really eat a burrito stage by stage so, yeah yeah um, can I mention a taco? 
taco. A taco. Oh. El Taquero sometimes do a special of a um, deep fried soft shell crab taco. How would you feel about that? Not really a seafood man. I had a soft shell crab for the first time recently. How did you feel about it? Yeah, quite nice. Quite nice. <laughs> <sighs> I was expecting it to be harder. Joke. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I very much enjoy uh, a seafood taco. Very much. It's, I don't know whether that's maybe because my wife doesn't eat meat but does eat fish. So, like, when we're making things at home, they tend to be, we tend to do a lot of kind of Baja um, fish taco kind of things. Um, but I do like them. And soft shell, soft shell crab on a taco is peng. I've never had soft shell crab. I, I don't know if I would like it anyway. So, do you like I fish? Do you like fish and chips from the chippy? Do you I like do. fish. Do you like fish. You like I like it like that. Yeah, I like it battered. like that. You like battered like fish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, so yeah, I made um, some tacos the other night. You want to hear about it? Yeah, yeah I for it, man. So, fish, as you know, fish, we Americans had our Thanksgiving this past week. Correct. Oh yeah. And well, uh, well two months. Yeah, ago. yeah, two months ago. Yeah. Was, yeah. I found myself with an overabundance of leftover turkey. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make some tacos out of this turkey. Actually, I made two things. I made, instead of chicken and mole, which is traditional, I made turkey and mole. But I also made some some turkey tacos. And, like, for me, when I say taco, I don't think of a hard shell. I think of a soft shell, like a tortilla kind of wrapped up like a taco. Correct. uh, So I made made the mole, which is you take, uh, you get a bag of dried chilies, and you steep them for a few hours, get them nice and soft, add a lot of cumin, a lot of garlic, salt, pepper, um, uh, kind of whatever you want, and then just blend it up, emulsify it, turn it into a mole, um, add your turkey, leftover shredded turkey, uh, and just let that kind of cook for about an hour, mm. and then just scoop that out, put it into your tortilla, add mm. some rice and beans, maybe a little cheese if you like cheese. Mm. I'd say, you know, stay away from shredded cheese if you can find cojita, any kind of Mexican crumbly cheese. Uh, just kind of sprinkle that on top, maybe a little cilantro, and bada bing, you got some... Uh, Taco Thanksgiving tacos the next day. We we can't even we over here we 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 fall apart the first day. We can't even get like the nice tacos. (laughs) Yes, we can. Like tortillas, like like small corn tortillas. Of course uh, you can. Massive tortillas. Not not proper nice ones. Have a look at a card though. They're actually pretty easy to make too. If you ever want to make them, he's talking. He's he's talking utter. No, fuck off. No, fuck off. (laughs) Right. They're crap. No, mostly. The Oaxaca ones are alright. Pathetic. Most supermarkets doubt now, doubt now. Do a small like a, a five-inch corn tortilla that are perfectly yeah. good. Not perfectly good. Yes, perfectly good. No, well, no they don't, they don't yeah, look as good bad. as on the American TV shows. Well, well, listen, David just said you can make them yourself. Now you're a budding chef slash baker slash personality. Why don't you? Do a video where you make um, tacos, tortillas, tortillas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get, get cornmeal, and I think the recipe for them is even on the back of the cornmeal bag. <laughs> How to make your own corn tortillas? Well, there you go. Straight so, away, we don't call it cornmeal, so I've I've already like, lost. Like what the <laughs> hell is cornmeal? <laughs> sort of. Do you know what cornmeal um, is, Michael? No, I'm joking. I, I'm being slightly facetious. I do sort of know what cornmeal is. It's polenta. It's, it's a the fine same thing. version of polenta, yeah. Or semolina. It's the same same thing. No, cornmeal is finer, isn't it? That's corn flour. 
Yeah. I mean, cornflour. Cornmeal would be like the little things that are on the bottom of pizza, you know, like that they, they so that it doesn't yeah. stick to the pan. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've actually got some. So it right. sort of seems like I could make it. Why don't you just toddle off and make some tortillas then? And let the big boys do a podcast. <laughs> oh, you're hard. Showing off. <laughs> Marginally. Semi, anyway. Can you spell some change? We've got ears to feed. Come to you with open hands. But instead of on the streets, we're begging on the podcast. Do you want this episode to be our last? Will you please go to Patreon and donate some cash? If you enjoy the Food Review UK content on YouTube and here on the podcast, then please consider heading to patreon.com foodreviewuk and making a small donation. Good stuff. Um, MJ referred there to home cooking kits. Oh. Stuart, uh, uh, I can imagine you, you love these. I like, do you know what? There's one that I like, right? Um, Discovery or whatever it's called now, Santa Maria. They make or they make an enchilada um, jarred sauce with a pot of thing on top, which I will buy if I'm going to do enchiladas because the enchilada sauce is actually very good and the spice blend in the pot is more or less the spice blend that I would use anyway. So for the sake of uh, the time of making an enchilada sauce, just to knock up some quick t- some quick enchiladas, I will buy that, but that is the only thing that I would buy for for a kit. Um, all you're getting in most of those kits is some tortillas and a spice blend. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I've got a cupboard. I, I get, like, if you don't have... Oh, you've got a cupboard. I've got, I've got a cupboard. I've got a cupboard full of spices. So and and I have a variety of of like different dried chilies and stuff. And I get that not everyone does. And if you haven't, then buying a kit means that you can still make something approximating Mexican food. But um, just buy some paprika and some cumin and some cayenne pepper and some chilies, and you're all right, aren't you? You'd be amazed at some of the authentic Mexican ingredients you can get on Amazon, too. Yeah? A lot of dried spices, like stuff you might not be able to find locally, uh, you get on Amazon that that travels nice. Wow. It's funny, I I never think of, yeah, I never think of Amazon for food other than, like, occasionally, like, snacks, like candy bars and stuff like that. But, like, actual just general, general normal cooking items. Not that I do cooking, but, you know, the... Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, you can even find it, like if like the conversation about the the mole. If you want to make traditional mole, you can actually buy on Amazon. You can get what's called it's a barra chocolate, which is traditional Mexican hot chocolate. But you cut off a few edges of that, you throw it in your mole because traditional mm-hmm. Mexican mole has chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to throw that in there, and it makes it so much rich. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It doesn't make it taste like you're eating chocolate no. sauce. But uh, it just adds a whole new layer to it that uh, is fantastic. So it's, I always tell people that are out of, you know, a lot of people in the United States that live in the Midwest or they live in the middle of the country where they can't get a lot of this stuff, Amazon or whatever, online. And you'd be amazed with the kind of ingredients you can get shipped to your house and with those ingredients make very authentic, traditional tasting Mexican food in the middle of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so I'll um, come back a step. I'll. I'll, I'll... The sort of uh, home cooking kits a thing in America, David. Do, do, do uh, 
I don't know if it, n- not necessarily the same brands. I don't know if that's a thing, but um, like just as Stuart said, like it will just be a, a kit that essentially has everything in there except, I guess, probably the meat would be the only thing excluded yeah. from it. Is that is that a thing over there? Y- yes, in a way that uh, they deliver it. So we have several services here. I'm not sure if you guys have them. I'm sure you do. Where uh, I actually use one called Home Chef. And mm-hmm. it's right. it's uh, they deliver meals to you, but it's all in pieces and you have to actually cut it and chop it and prepare it and cook it. It just saves you the time of having to portion stuff out and having yeah. to do the guesswork. It's all kind of there. Uh, and it comes with the meat. If something has meat in it, it'll come with it. Um, it's all in a refrigerated box when it comes. But that's the closest to it. When you go to the store, I don't see a lot of kits per right. se like what right. a, that that do that. Yeah, we've, I don't know if it's just coming back to the beginning of this conversation about how the, the, there was a lack of um, exposure to Mexican food in, in this country, but you know it's it's quite a big, quite a big thing here. There's there's quite a lot of hope, like uh, the, the the two main brands you've got is El, El Paso, and what's the other one that you just said about it's Santa, Santa Maria? It's called Santa yeah. Marina, Old El Paso, then... which means the Old Passage. <laughs> is that? Your this one time in jail. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is quite a big, quite a big thing here. Quite a lot of these kits, big adverts. We even who, who used to advertise Old El Paso? What's his name? Don't know. <laughs> TV, the TV is that? No, the the the, 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 the no that one guy. Oh, Simon Cowell. No. <laughs> who? Machete, Machete kills. Oh, Danny yeah. Trejo. Danny Trejo was even, <laughs> even the face of Old El Paso for a little bit. Machete. Big, big, big uh, business here. Um, in terms of, uh, yeah, come back to Mexican food. Desserts, is that a thing? I know you said about pineapple earlier, Stuart, but I mean, I, I don't think of there being anything particularly traditional on the Mexican side of life for like desserts or puddings or churros, anything like that. Churros? Oh, yeah, I guess. Churros. I, I don't know why I'm saying I guess, like it's not. Yeah, I guess. A very famous one. Anything else? I don't, I don't think we've got much over here, have we? No. Yeah, over here, I mean, yeah, there is a huge dessert scene. Um, you know, and uh, I, so my family, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, kind of, I'm not Mexican. I'm actually half Native American. But my family, where they were from in South, in the South, uh, was close enough to Mexico that they were essentially Mexican by all intents and purposes. So I grew up with a lot of traditional Mexican food to include dessert was huge. And it seems like anywhere you go around here, it's always leche or trace de leches. It's right. always that, that ah. sort of flan dessert uh, yeah. mixed with, you'll also have a lot of Mexican bread, what they call Mexican bread, which is essentially imagine bread but with sugar in it and probably oh. some sort of dried frosting or cinnamon on top Ooh. goes great with a cup of coffee or some hot chocolate some mexican hot chocolate uh with and when i say mexican hot chocolate i mean like what i was talking about that ibarra stuff which is a lot of sugar a lot of cinnamon and also oftentimes cayenne pepper inside of it so it's a spicy ass chocolate drink mm-hmm. uh but yeah dessert is huge i mean you know I'd, I'd be hard pressed to go any to any reputable Mexican place around here, and they don't have some sort of dessert offering. Uh, but like I said, nine times out of ten, it's going to be some sort of custard dessert, custard based dessert, if not bread with custard inside of it. Yeah, they it just, just love their custards. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem to be anywhere near as 
uh, I don't know. Just there, there doesn't seem to be as much talk about that side of life as as, as the savoury side of things. Right. Like I, I, having been to a restaurant in London once, like the, the best thing on the the menu from a dessert p- point of view was um, they did dessert nachos, and it was basically a pile of nachos but with uh, sugar, syrup, and cinnamon on, and it was fucking delightful. But there was definitely a part of me eating it going, "This can't be. <laughs> this can't be a real yeah. dessert. This feels yeah. very much like you've just." try to make something sound Mexican when it's clearly not. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of similarities too between, I've never been to Spain, but Mm. a lot of Spanish influences on Mexican culture. And obviously so since they conquered them somewhat uh, (laughs) in the distant past, not too distant past, but you know, a lot of things that uh, I've been told that you find in Mexico as far as cuisine, not cuisine so much, but dessert and, and that sort of thing, pastries and that sort of thing is uh, a lot of similarities with Spanish. Uh, dessert and food tradition that way mm-hmm. so. um something i've got down on my list which isn't a big talking point but something one dimension um peanuts in coca-cola now that's is that a mexican thing i've never i've never heard of that <laughs> you've never heard <laughs> I mean, of I'm that i'm not saying that that's probably not a thing because there's some weird ass freaking uh combinations you know you'll get lollipops that taste like a goddamn ball of fire you know with like or, or like you, you've seen, uh, there'll be a roasted corn vendor on the street, and they take a big ear of corn and they basically slather mayonnaise all over it, and then cover it with cayenne, or, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the other spice? Not chili powder, but uh, paprika. Paprika, and it, it's just bizarre. There's some bizarre combinations. I would not be surprised if there's peanuts in Coca-Cola somewhere. But, I'm just trying um, to work out if that was Mexican or if that was something else. Well, I, I, I thought that was a Mexican tradition. I've never seen a, it, but it wouldn't surprise me. Because there is a, there, there is a, I, I know from other people have said about like the Mexican Coca Cola is, is is different. I don't know if they use a, a different type of sugar in it or something like that. They use pure cane sugar. Where in America, yeah. because it's cheaper, we use corn syrup. Right. So it's far superior, in my opinion. There's two camps, but yeah. if you ask me, I will go to the store and every time I'll buy Mexican soda. Whether it be Seven Up, Pepsi, Coke, uh, a lot of orange, like uh, what slice, that sort of thing. Is it easy? Uh, I, I can't remember from my own experiences, but is it easy to get hold of, or do you have to go to like Mexican stores for it? No, they have it right up the street at Safeway, which is like one of our major stores mm-hmm. at least here in California. Uh, in fact, I have about five or six uh, different assorted Mexican sodas in my fridge right now, which and they're like seventy-five cents. Nice. Wow. Have you had them? Have you had them, MJ, in your time over there? Uh, no, no, I don't think I've had the Mexican ones. I definitely recommend it. I, I had it last time or the time before I went out there, and it's it's nice. It's I, I don't know I don't know if I prefer it or not. I know a lot of people do. Um, but I'll go grab them. I'll be right back. Okay. I um, have I, had American ones that are made with pure cane sugar, right. and the the richness and the body that they have is is quite powerful. Yeah. Mm. Also, I think they come in glass bottles, which is usually superior. I've seen, um, I had when I was in London last time, and I've seen online uh, a Mexican soda brand creeping over here, specifically though in like in Mexican eateries and what have you. Um, I believe, is it Haritos? Haritos, maybe? I don't know. Oh, Haritos are fantastic. Yeah. Um, they've. I was saying they, they're kind of creeping over here a little bit. Also, is that me, is that Mexican Pepsi then? Uh, yeah, so that's your Mexican I, Pepsi. Wow. 
Yeah, so they the old... sell that in Tesco, I think. Mexican Pepsi. No. No, no, no. no. It's the Jaritos. Jaritos. It actually has the Hecho in Mexico, made in Mexico sticker on it. Nice. nice. I don't know. Ooh. Crush. Do we get Crush? I don't think we get no. Crush here, And then my personal favorite, you got your 7-Up. Wow. I don't know why. They all look very old school, and I love that. I love yeah, they, they look, look like retro 70s or 80s. Yeah. yeah. Soda. I love that. I don't know if that's intentional if they just haven't caught up on the packaging side. <laughs> and my personal favorite from America, High, Miller High Life. So <laughs> I can, I can, I can, uh, the confirm champ- that I, the champagne of beer. Champagne of beer. Champagne of beers. Hey, I don't like beer. I fucking love a High Life. I can tell you that much. Champagne. <laughs> you had one, Stuart? I assume you, you must have had a High no, Life. No, no, I've never had a High Life, no. And it's like no. $8 for a 12 pack, so. No, it wouldn't be over here, mate. No. Do, you want me to, I, do you want me to bring you back? If you can. Why, yeah. when are you going over? Feb. How are you? I'm going yeah. over I'm going over in August, so probably I'm not going quite. I'm Feb. All right, it's not a competition, mate. <laughs> I, um, October. Just to put, put, put into yeah. context, David, I, but, uh, there's a beer that, that you can get over here. I, I, I reviewed it on, on the YouTube channel uh, called Even More Jesus by a brewery called Evil Twin Brewing who are in based uh, in New York. And... Even more Jesus over here is about eight or nine pounds a can. I saw a photo from a petrol station in America where a four pack was twelve dollars in a petrol yeah. station. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and it varies too on the alcohol content. I just bought a four pack of it's called Denogonizer. It's about ten percent, yeah, which is strong as shit for a beer. And, uh, you know, four four beers of that will get you swerved beyond belief. So, you know, but I think it was like $15 for a four-pack. Uh, yeah, that would be, um, I pay, when I buy, when I'm buying beers around 10%, I'm, pay, I'm paying uh, probably half of that for one beer. So, just double the price, isn't it? Not crazy. Everything's cheaper in America. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've got on the Mexican I, side of life. I've uh, got one. I've got yeah, one yeah, Mexican thing. One Mexican thing I wanted to mention. Um, Huitlacoche. What'd you call me? Are we familiar with Huitlacoche? <laughs> uh, is that the um, dish where it's like you eat an, an entire bird? I don't know. I'm, what is it? <laughs> Huitlacoche is a fungus that grows on corn, which is a Mexican delicacy. Uh, it is a. It's quite a big thing. Um, it's sometimes called H U I T. H U I T. L A. Coche, yeah. L A. Coche. C O C H E. Huitla Coche. It's known as corn smut, and it's quite Ugh. a big thing. And if you see a picture of it growing on the corn, it is the most disgusting looking thing in the world. Um, they Ugh. actually sell. They sell it at the taco place in Manchester. Uh, I believe my wife's eating it. I'm not sure whether I have or not. But it looks, it looks like genital warts. It looks disgusting. <laughs> it looks disgusting. Oh, what the fuck? That's the thing. Like, that's not only ruined my erection, but it's ruined the corn. Yeah. Jesus! Yeah. I've never seen that in my entire life. I've never even heard of it. Corn smut. Yeah. That's Are great... you fucking kidding me? Corn smut? <laughs> wow. It's a big thing, big thing in Mexican cuisine. It's a disease caused by. I mean, why? Is, why are I've people been to eating some it? Back alley Mexican towns in Mexico. <laughs> I've never seen that shit in my life. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some bizarre stuff in and out of Mexico. I've never seen that. That's funky. 
Yeah, it looks, yeah. looks wrong, doesn't it? Did you say Gem's... Um, yeah, Gem was eating it, yeah. Yeah, Gem was eating it. fantastic. We had, we had, she had Did some... Did she like it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's basically mushrooms. Um, no, not that's not basically mushrooms. That's basically a disease. It's basically... Oh, it's basically fuck. a zombie oh. film. There are people that say that the, the word actually means literally raven's excrement. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they do um, a huitlacoche taco at um, at this place in Manchester. It is... Let me find... Uh, they, ah, they go... Uh, no, sorry. Huitlacoche quesadillas. Corn truffle. Yeah. They call it corn truffle. Yeah. Makes oh, it sound a lot oh. nicer, doesn't it? Corn truffle. I'd rather chew broken glass. Yeah, <laughs> nasty. So we're going to get some corn sm- smothered in uh, mayonnaise for David when the next he uh, comes on. Wheat lacoche. There we go. Oh, that's a hard Sorry. It's gross, isn't it? I'm going to have hashtag me too if I was ever exposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, that's unsettling. It looks... I'm, sort of think- I'm sort of thinking back to the bit where I said, yes, Stuart, you can tell us this last thing about... I'm sort of imagining me now going, no, don't, because that's horrible. Bet you and all I... didn't know we were talking about corn herpes today on the uh, <laughs> Food Your Food Your uh, MJ, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm now in a world where I have to go to you to get us out of this. MJ, sock med me. Sock med, it's time for questions that you posted. You know you're in a hole then, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and other times. Uh, oh. Social media, we ask all your questions, comments and feedback on our social media channels, including Instagram. And today we got a message from Bonglangs. Bongers. Oh, wasn't he good on the Christmas special? Oh, he was brilliant. Oh, he's good lad, isn't he? He was really good value on the Christmas special, wasn't he? You know that thing he, the thing he said about uh, oh, the, uh, the marijuana. Yeah, that was when he t- and the sat when he was when he drank that cider and said it was <laughs> said he enjoyed it, didn't he? And uh, oh, when he said when he said big up Nate Peterson, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was good. Oh, oh, brilliant, what bongers. a guy, what a guy. Shout out to Mexican fan main gang shit. <laughs> Oh, takes me back. Uh, faces of MJ says bongers. Bongers. Faces. Uh, bong lungs. Bongers. Big no. up the faces, and before you say, no, I'm not racist. Brilliant. Right. I'm not racist before you say. Uh, I've got one here from bong lungs. Kingy. <laughs> Did you like what was in the cupboard, lads? You asked for it, and I delivers like a good smoke dealer. So yes, <laughs> highlights now. You tell me, I picked up Jameson's sister two times, and went and brought tub of celebrations. Fucking twat family ate the best ones. Lucky they woke up the next day. Uh, David, just to give you some uh, some context <laughs> on this, there there are there are four things that bong. It's 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 increased to four now. There's four <laughs> things that that Jason likes. Bong likes. Uh, marijuana, 
uh, Food Review UK, <laughs> cider, and this bit where I tell people about what um, what things taste like. And now um, corn smoke. <laughs> and corn smoke, yeah, probably. I'll probably, probably try and have sex with corn smoke. Actually, naughty boy. <laughs> Proper naughty. Naughty. No. Oh yes, naughty. Naughty. <laughs> oh gang, 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 gang. Shit. Big up Nate Peterson. Um, bongers, if you're listening, which you obviously are. Um, more, please, more in the cupboards. I'd go for an in the larder. I'd go for your favourite mugs video. Um, <laughs> favourite mugs. <laughs> Uh, you just talking about yo mate I'd love to see like you going through DVDs and saying which ones you like and which ones are gang shit and all that that would be absolutely naughty um, but speaking of bong lungs bong lungs King it. is it a sin to tug my meat before oh. a bit oh yeah don't read the rest of that one I remember don't that one that no, one. don't read that one no don't yeah. read that one some shouldn't be read. The laminator said fire, 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 fire emojis. Brup, brup, brup. Any questions in here? Or? <laughs> Amelia Hills has got a question is for it? us. Okay, cool. Do you have a recipe for an easy Mexican seasoning? I want to try making because most of the packet seasoning I've tried are shit. Uh, teaspoon sweet paprika, teaspoon garlic, teaspoon uh, chipotle chili powder. Actually, I will say, uh, Tesco have got a range of different chili powders now. So you can get chipotle, habanero, bird's eye, flakes. <laughs> get yourself in the uh, exotic shit. Gang, gang, gang. Use cumin more. Yeah, cumin. Cumin. Cumin's a secret. Cumin, garlic, salt. Um, paprika, smoked paprika, cayenne yeah. for me. They're my five things, and then and then add uh, dried chilies. So I have arbol, pasilla, and something else, and then Ooh, chip- chi- chipotle if you're feeling smoky. Oh, but yeah, cumin, bare cumin, and thyme. Cumin. I think thyme, thyme is underrated for Mexican Mexican food as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like a bit of time in my Mexican food. I can uh, I can tell you someone who's feeling smoky. Ooh. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's not take our time. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, yes, good. Uh, Faces of MJ Faces. says, MJ, what is your favourite Mexican face? Not sure how to answer. Say a strong mustache. I would say. Can I? Can I answer my favourite Mexican face? We've already mentioned him once today. I think you go. You've got to go a long way to get a better Mexican face than Danny Trejo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sort of fair a, comment. It's I'm like so many nooks and crannies, like an English muffin. Very much so. <laughs> I'm a fan of Ray Mysterio Jr. Because uh, can't see him, can you? Just like John no, Cena, you can't. See, can oh, no, you see I was, me? I was, I was using face as in uh, not heel. All oh, right. What about Dominic Mysterio? Uh, no. No? No, Ray. Oh. Ray all the way. Oh, it's a shame that. How close is Cuba to Mexico? Fairly. <laughs> fairly. Not as close as it is to <laughs> Florida. Couldn't, I Probably want to swim Arna, it. Arna de Armas. What? Right, from, okay. uh, I, think he's, I think he's found an uh, attractive lady. All right. In from, fact, he has, from, from Knives Out. Oh, yeah. Right, a Cuban uh, lady. Not, it's not yeah. the same, you know, Michael. Cuba and Mexico, yeah. Hispanic. It's not all. I doesn't matter how close, close it is. 
So. Yeah, I said they're close. Um, go see Knives Out. Very, very good. Correct. That's not one of the comments, though, so carry on. Uh, no. Correct. I'll continue. Olish Plinsky. Uh, Jesus, the pod's going downhill hey, after hey the Jesus. honeymoon period. It's the Mexican episode, Michael. Jesus. The <laughs> Jesus, the pod's... Jesus, the pod's going... No. The pod's going down. Jesus, the pod's going down. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 much idea. Jesus, the pod's going downhill after the honeymoon period of the 50th episode. We're only about too deep. Madders and Tricker have both done runners. Only bongers carrying the podcast at this point <laughs> what's your favourite Mexican country also <laughs> <from 50. laughs> do you want to take another also, run of that word mate <laughs> uh, also congrats on 50 episodes boys big up Nathan and Stuart and Gossie and Chris and Rich and Tony and Bongers oh <laughs> no, 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 no I must have let me double check maybe big got tired of you mispronouncing uh, his name no, 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 that can't be right. Ollie Chaplinsky. Big up Nathan and Stuart <laughs> and Gossie and Correct. Chris and mm. Rich and Tony Correct. and Correct. Bongers. Correct. Yep. That's disrespectful. Seven one. Uh, last comment here, Bonglungs. Bongers. Okay. Mate, if they don't have the heart to stick around in the winter nights when heart's most coldest, <laughs> then bun them. See a lot in the summer, no doubt, no clout. <laughs> yeah. Good, good questions oh, this week. Fucking hero, gang, shit, gang, gang, gang. Great questions this week, week yeah. as we discovered last time. Thank you very much, Michael. Um, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to read them out. I know I, you, you, you did it with much aplomb and beautifully. You're, uh, you're, 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 you're Michael Stewart. See, si, mi amigo. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I should have. A handful of jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> I should have learnt the, the Spanish for this. Uh, uh, dulce, 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 oh. dulce. Well, dulce would be sweet, wouldn't it? Oh, okay. That's what you're saying. Muy, uh, muy, muy dulce, o mi, muy savoury. It's time to play a game. It's time to play a game, David. The game is very, very simple. I give you the name of a product. Um, you have to predict whether the next product will be sweeter or savourier. Um, it's, it's very easy, David. It's a very easy game. Are you ready for your first product? Indeed. Your first product is... It is olive oil. Okay. Fourth time out of the hat. Olive oil. Will the next product be a sweeter product or a savourier product? Almost the hardest start, isn't it? It's a very difficult start. Savoury. Savoury. Savourier than olive oil. Yes. Okay, the next product is... It's a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's savourier than olive oil. 
will the next product be sweeter or savourier than a cheeseburger? Sweeter. It's a Twix. Yeah, you, 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 I'm assuming you know Twix. Two Twix fingers. Twi- I oh, fingers. Yeah. Two, two fingers. <laughs> two fingers. No, no, no thanks, I'm man. The twixt my legs. Don't leave them uh, in there. Uh, will the next product be sweeter or savourier than a Twix, which is a very sweet little chocolate bar, isn't it? Don't don't lead the witness. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say it's savourier. 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 It's a tiramisu. Second time out. I'm gonna need an adjudication on this. I I I think. Hmm. I'm not sure a tiramisu is sweeter than a Twix. What did you say? More savoury? He said, sa- no, he didn't. He said savourier, Nathan. Okay. Oh, he said savourier. He yeah, said savourier than a, a Twix. I think, I think it's close, but I think, I think a tiramisu is probably... Have, have you guys likely. accepted Jesus Christ as your lord and savior <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. No, no, don't worry. We, so, we actually had a, a very short-lived game, which was... Uh, St. Peter or Saviour. That's it. Yeah. St. Peter or Saviour. Yeah. You, get, you get a pass for bad puns all night after no Poblano, though, so it's fine. I like how you move. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, personally, I, I personally think right. Tiramisu is, is, is marginally more savoury. MJ, do you agree? I absolutely agree, affirmatively. Okay. Right, will the next product be sweeter or savourier than Tiramisu? Saviourier. I can't say that word. I don't know what it is. It is. <laughs> oh, it's Burger King onion rings. Oh, you're good. Definitely savoury, <laughs> but uh, but uh, a, vi- a big element of sweetness. Right, just as, a, as, as we're at this stage in the game, you've got five now, which is actually a reasonably good score. You're going to get a sixth, because that's how the game works, um, which should put you, um, I think, in the top two for 2019, <laughs> 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 which is pathetic. Uh, no, 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 no. It will put him number one in 2020. Correct, fine. correct. Yes, yeah. It would have made you top two if we were in 2019, but we're not. Instead, you're top one. So it won't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, will the next food be sweeter or savourier than a Burger King onion rings, David? Mm. So, I'd say savourier. Ooh. So that's I'm a, take it up. A maverick because move. Because an onion can be seen as sweet, right? Here's a, pro- here a product that I'm pretty certain you will have no clue what it is. It's Quavers. No idea what that is. It's Quavers. <laughs> I Ooh. sounds like something with coconut and chocolate. I have no idea. No, oh, it's um, it's a cheese corn snack. Um, I, it's quite sweet though in terms I don't, of like, the, the cheesy area. It's a children's crisp. It's just very much a children's snack, isn't it? I I I don't know. I mean, I think this is this is neck and neck. This. Yeah. I then, then what? Sorry, it went savourier than a Burger King onion ring, and we've got quavers. I mean, you'd have known that if you weren't on your phone. Savourier, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Quavers, you think, is... qua- you think a quaver's more savoury, a savourier than yeah. uh, an onion ring? See, yeah, I don't know. They're deep. They are deep fried, so that that gives them that that batter and everything gives it a bit more of a savoury edge. Mm, no, but the sweetness of the onion in it is full of sugar. Uh, Whereas the Quaver's got cheese in, cheese sets off the old umami, doesn't it? Does pound right. for pound, what's got more sugar, that or a lemon? <laughs> Reference. References. Um, I, I genuinely don't know the answer, so I'm, I'm happy to carry on. <laughs> Do we don't? I don't know the answer. Like, there's I don't an, know the answer. Should we Google I it? 
I, I can't, I can't give you an answer on this. Right. Okay, we'll play on. Okay, sweeter or savourier than a quavers, David? Sweeter. Sweeter. It is. We've got nah. Walker salt and vinegar crisps, or if you're an American, ah. Lay's salt and vinegar crisps. This is Timmy. Timmy. Say hi, Timmy. Hi. Timmy doesn't know what podcast to listen to because people don't leave a review. Isn't that, isn't oh, that right? right? That's right. And isn't it also true you're not an orphan? Absolutely. There you have it. Conclusive evidence that orphans, and definitely not me using a higher pitched voice, have a harder life because you don't leave a podcast review. Reviews today. today. Save an orphan. orphan. Do you have salt and vinegar? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. One of my favourites. Oh, great crisp. Anyone who doesn't yeah. like salt and vinegar crisps is an absolute child, Michael. That's right. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven. That's a really good score, David. Seven for sweeter or savoury. I'm going to make a note of that. Seven. S I think we said this. I think S. we said in this year we were going to have some sort of scoreboard up behind you or something. Or, or... I am going good, isn't to... it, that, uh, man. Man calls another man a child, but uh, in the very same breath, fails to even count to ten. Fails to count to ten. I don't One, agree. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I'm Stuart yeah. Bullock. I'm stupid. <laughs> And and etc. That's <laughs> <laughs> been my favourite bit of MJ banter for a while. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ludicrous in its conception. It's awful in in its execution. But there's something just charming about it. It's nice that MJ it, it, MJ takes that little out of context thing about me to make himself feel better about himself, isn't it? Like I like I like I like the fact that I can I can give someone that. You know, you know. I feel it's benevolent, isn't it? It's the kind of benevolent thing I do. You know, you know. Obviously, I don't like to talk about my charity work. Um, <laughs> so, you know, another example: by being so superior to Michael, when he can like jump on some kind of perceived flaw and like really ring it out to make it make himself look better. That's good because. Let's be honest. Nothing Michael says has any impact on me because I am that much above him in terms of humanity so been over, been over a minute and you still ain't counted to 10 though, he so can, 8, 9, 10 he can use <laughs> he can use he can use this to make himself feel better 8, 9, 10 I've done it again there see counted to 10 twice so don't let children tell you what to do though mate <laughs> Uh, well, well done. First of all, congratulations to David for uh, being the, the the best person of 2020 in terms of <laughs> sweet great savory. Run. Yeah, great, great run. And right now, there's no one above you, so that's. Oh, funnily we'll enough, just, I was actually. We'll just end the podcast right hey, here. Look at him um, right there. Yeah. Jueves. 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 Jueves rancheros. <laughs> Um, that's pretty much all we've got left for our show David I want to thank you very much for uh, allowing us to spend this time with you and for you to come on to our very uh, very awful show um, Where remind us all uh, where can our listeners find your book The uh, Process 
Uh, Amazon, Kindle, uh, just type in the process or my name, David Main, and also uh, LumenEmerson.com, which is uh, my publishing company website. Yep, yeah. go and follow you on. You, you've got the uh, Lumen has got the uh, Facebook page. Yep, Lumen Emerson Facebook. Just uh, yeah, just look it up. It's it's easy to find, and uh, yeah, I appreciate the support, man. No, no problem. And when when do you think we might see the uh, the next book from you? Uh, so processes will probably hit around April of 2020, and then I plan on the next two, which aren't they're not sequels to the process but they'll be out sometime yeah. next year so yeah oh wow so we, we might see all three in 2020 yes hopefully hopefully this this year you mean yeah. well well yeah this i'm year. just saying what, what a year it's it's gonna be for him that you know it started with this show and then you know it's gonna end with him having you know three new books out this year it's amazing yeah. an amazing year for david i almost hey. feel like it's it's our our support at the start of the year that's 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 driven yeah. him on Thank you. Yeah, and then the, the podcasting will return too. So hopefully we'll be back on the airwaves soon. Excellent. Let me know as soon as that's uh, back up and running. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, will you be? Oh, speaking of the podcasting, will 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 M three or something similar make its return? Yeah, yeah. So actually, uh, yeah, we're we're getting ready to move. So we're moving out of uh, the Bay Area. We're actually moving <clears throat> out of California. So <clears throat> once we get uh, situated in our new home. I'll have the studio up and running, and then uh, yeah, I basically have M3 coming back. Dark Noises is coming back with Scott Robertson, oh. and uh, yeah, hopefully Big Show Thursday will make its triumphant return wow. uh, to uh, you know usher in a new year of uh, I won't say yet, but the uh, the old is coming back. So oh, we should see. Interesting. Well, good luck with that. And, Thank you, sir. Uh, Appreciate it. Well, as soon as as soon as that's live, we'll uh, we'll obviously share it on our social media and everything. Get. Uh, Hope to get you some uh, some new listeners because I'm a big fan of yours and uh, love the old podcast days. Thank you, thank you, Stuart, David. No, not David, Michael. <laughs> Stuart and David. No, in fact, I'm right. No, Stuart and David, thank you for joining me. Uh, nobody else on this show deserves any thanks. Um, a Freudian slip that actually works Ooh. in my face. No, my, my, Michael, Michael. I'm talking to you directly now. Can you thank Stuart and David for coming on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Stuart and David, uh, your con- Stuart, your ongoing contribution is always appreciated. David, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Wish you all the best of luck with your new books, um, and congratulations on the success on your first book. Um, pleasure to speak with you. Absolutely. He kind of ruined that by being really nice, didn't he? Then he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's sort of. It's probably the best ending we've ever done. Bye. Hey, did you hear why the uh, Mexican guy threw his wife off a cliff? Tequila! <laughs> oh. <laughs>